We have a country, have a country made up of immigrants, immigrants, and slave ancestry. A country that is founded on the confluence of merchants, explorers, immigrants, and slave ancestry. We formed a flag that represents a country and its founding and its struggle and its fight in its best and worst days, in its proudest moments and most shameful events. We have a country that is divided between the aspirations and hopes of some and the nightmares and the desperation of others. We have a country that is as its people on its best days charitable and on its worst days flawed. We have a country that oftentimes is as we are ourselves, selfishly motivated in the pursuit of our own gain and greed. We have a country that like Cain and Abel, out of envy and jealousy and covetousness will kill his brother. Because you see, this country is made up of people, people who to some, the country has been quite fortunate and to others, unfortunate. For some, they have found their treasure in the trash. And for others, they have found nothing but trash in your treasure. We have a nation. We have a nation that has been for some the cavalry coming over the hill that has defended communities and villages, towns, and other foreign allies in their worst moment was our proudest moment in liberating a depressed, suppressed, oppressed people from a despot dictator, a tyrant, a totalitarian. And we have a country that sent its sons who were not all treated equally in the homeland to a foreign land to defend others, to set them free from their slavery. While many, while many of our own sons returned to their homeland in slavery, abject rejection and poverty. We have a country that for some, they see this flag as liberating when the walls of Berlin came down and someone hoisted a flag, the flag of democracy in the Middle East when they were able to vote with the purple ink on their finger, 
Oh, yes. We've done good. We've done bad, but haven't you? Have all your streets been paved with gold or something else? Have all the memories of your life been saintly or sinful? No, the country, the country is not paradise. The country is not heaven, but it is neither hell. Just ask the native Indians. Yes, we are flawed. Yes, we have failed. And yes, we are paying the penalty for it, as we all will, in the smallest and in the greatest matter. But not all of us were born under the thumb of tyranny and oppression. Not all of us were born in the South under the threat of racial lynchings. Not all of us was born in the North in the carefree moral halls of entertainment in New York. Not all of us were born in the freestyle, uncultured living of a hippie along the rivers in Washington State or the beaches and valleys of California or the canyons of Arizona. No, we all do not come from the same area, the same culture, or even the same generation. We all have not suffered and been traumatized by the same events. And when we look at that flag, we do not all look at it the same way. It represents something different, a pride for some, a pain for others, a reminder of your oppression or the reminder of your liberator. I don't dare say I have the solution to how all of us can gather around the flagpole and look at that flag equally, simultaneously, succinctly, similarly, in one voice and one view and one idea. I cannot tell you that. But I will celebrate the fact that we all can gather around that pole without killing each other and have a conversation about what we're looking at. And maybe we share around that flagpole our stories and our experience. And then we will learn why you look up with a smile on your face and a spark in your eye when you see that flag that once liberated you and brought your family from Europe to here. Maybe you will look to your neighbor and see the one who sadly saw that flag and realized that flag made them a slave impoverished them, judged them by the pigment of their skin, dominated them supremely to suppress them. And you will understand that that person's memory of the flag is not yours. They gladly celebrate your freedom. They gladly celebrate your success and your liberty, but they cannot 
enjoying it because it was not their experience. It was yours. And while that flag did great things for you, it did very little for them. We cannot demonize those of you who have nothing to do with the result of the providence of life that was handed to you, not by choice, but by birth. But we can be sensitive to understand each person's heritage and experience because that is true. The pride of our white brothers who were liberated or the foreigners in Europe who were liberated by that flag, you cannot steal that from them. And the pain of those, our darker brothers, who were suppressed, oppressed, misused and abused by that flag, You cannot dismiss them. What the church has done for one, maybe it did not do for the other. One under that church came to faith and gave up alcohol and licentiousness, became a married man and raised a family. The other one became the object of the priest's art of attraction and was abused both experience the church in a different way. And although it does not dismiss the church or dismiss the flag, it does explain what people did in the name of that flag while waving it and in the name of that church while preaching it. Many have done many things in the name of the cross of Christ. Is that why you want no part of Christ? I understand that priest that molested you that preacher that just condemned you and judged you and never heard you out and gave you the mercy or grace of God. That father that only demanded of you but never loved you to faith. Is that why you hate God? I know another family. The father is a pastor, the mother a missionary, and every last one of their children are holy because they loved them with the love of God and all their teachings. It wasn't God, it wasn't the Bible that was the problem, it wasn't their faith. It were those that were instituting it and speaking on behalf of it. So much so that it wasn't the message, but the messenger that deterred them. And for some of you, it was the messenger that made you come to God. You saw someone finally that showed faith in a sincere way, in a real way, that made it real, not ceremonial and not simply ritualistic, not liturgical and dogmatic, but something real, something fluid, organic, beautiful, authentic and genuine. Even though it had rules and regulations, they were not without the temperament of love and sensitivity kindness and grace and then you said to yourself ah I can follow God now maybe that flag does not need to be torn down it does not need to be burnt rather the people under the flag need to be understood the flag isn't the problem is those under the flag. The statues are not the problem, but it's the memory of them 
and what they represent, what they represent to you and to me. It isn't the pigment of the man's skin, it's simply how you see it, how you've come to see the skin. You look down on a man because he's darker than you and think he's dumber than you, and you do. And you look down on that man because you know his history. You've been taught he's a descendant of slaves, not to be respected, to be dismissed. He has an accent. He must be dumb. He doesn't talk like me. He doesn't slang his words like me. He doesn't look like me. And you look up at the other man and you think he must be smarter than me. He's lighter. He's whiter. He's taller. He must have money. He's wider, he's lighter, he's taller. He must have power. He's wider, he's lighter, he's taller. And he must be a racist because his ancestry enslaved mine, abused mine, misused mine. We can live in the pain and the sins of our father. And although it's our story, It does not have to be our dream. Dream a new dream. And forge a new vision from the fires of that dream of the past. Don't hate the people. Don't hate. Fear God, not man, but invite what you fear into your life to understand it. Whether or not you agree with it, allow that difference, celebrate it. Celebrate it. When I eat a meal with my Italian friends, the joy and the nuance of celebrating that culture enriches me. When I sit with my Korean friends, the excitement, the joy, the uniqueness and distinction of them enriches me. When I've laughed and worshiped and ate with my Filipino friends, my life feels enriched When I've sat with my friends from Mexico, El Salvador, from Turkey or Armenia, from Israel or Ethiopia, from Nigeria, Romania, Russia, Hawaii, Samoa, Australia. Brazil, Honduras, Germany, Canada, France, England, Spain, South Africa, Zimbabwe. When I've met and sat and ate and listened and engaged and heard their history. 
they made me the wealthiest man on the planet. All of them and their food. Even the spicy foods of India. Oh yes. I come to understand something about life. That the God of the sphere of this cosmos of all mankind of humans loves what he has created and longs for his children not to fight. Well, I can't change you, but I can change me. The only way to make the difference is to live the difference you want to see. And the smallest way for when you do a little, you've done a lot. So why not just go in life and do a little more? <laughs>